The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist... That's me. You didn't say your name. I didn't, and we're not going to say your name either. We are going to go nameless today, so when people try to track us down, they can't find us. But the, co- the podcast where we two anonymous people try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, unnamed psychologist? I know, because we made some enemies during Wrong and Wronger. We? So if you haven't watched Wrong and Wronger this week, and you, de- you you want to despise somebody, go ahead and watch. We'll be, like, number one on your list. You will hate us both, but mainly Steve. It's always Steve. Anyway, we do have a question here. <laughs> Wait, that was my name! You just outed me! You doxed me! Well, yeah, that was the idea. Now they're going to go for you and not me. Anyway, here's oh, our question for the week. Hello, Stephen James. And there you go. Now we're both outed. <laughs> my oh. husband... 46 male and I, 45 female, have an 8-year-old daughter, been married for 12 years. He and I are from different ends of the political spectrum, which has never been a big deal in our lives, except for the last few years, which have been so divisive, beyond policy debates and onto what I believe is an ideological standpoint. He and I really don't discuss it much, knowing that we we disagree, but he started making flippant comments about political parties in front of our child, and that really bothers me. He will say things like, and we're not going to repeat these things because we're not going to get ourselves even more uh, more enemies. Anyway, uh, my kid knows <laughs> I believe differently Twice. than most of her dad's family, but he uh, but doesn't really understand what Democrat and Republican means. She gets when he says things uh, says that he's insulting somebody and that it might be me, but she's really not sure how or why. I've made it clear that she shouldn't be worried about this. She should only be concerned about how people behave. Are they kind? At her age, she shouldn't be worried about politics. But I can see she is bothered by the perception he is insulting people in general and her mom specifically. I brought this to his attention, but it doesn't seem to sink into him or uh, or be an issue to him. Or he thinks it's an issue that I've created by letting uh, her know how I believe. Help. All right. Take it away, Steve. You know, the basic differences between the two political parties, if that's what is dividing you and your husband, do come down to ideological issues. How do you handle money? How do you handle work? How do you treat other people? So if you take the political spin out of it, I mean, your eight-year-old is asking good questions. If she's asking, which I'm guessing sometimes you or your husband just kind of make a commentary on a news article or something. But the point is that uh, you don't have to identify which side is which side. Just say, well, we think that uh, money should be handled this way, or we think that this is how we should treat people who don't look like us, or something like that. Like, it doesn't have to be a political debate or issue. It, the issue doesn't have to be identified as political. And your eight-year-old is probably on the precipice of getting inundated with that kind of thought at school, both from the teachers and her friends and on every time she turns on the TV. So you, you can't shield her from that stuff. But I would explain the way that you and your husband think. And you can also explain it that mommy and daddy think differently on this one. Like, that's okay, too, for your daughter to know that different people have different points of view and she can love you both and you still love each other. Like, that's the way that it's supposed to work. The issue that I see brewing isn't necessarily what's going to happen to our daughter. It's that this seems to be escalating between you and your husband. And that can create a little bit 
and let me not even minimize, that can start to create resentment between the two of you. Now, you're channeling it right now in a way that sort of tells your brain you are protecting your eight-year-old from your husband's difference of ideology from yours. But what I think is happening isn't just that she's being exposed to it, but that he is kind of... um, like flicking your ear with this over and over again, and he knows it because he knows you see things differently from him. And so having a direct conversation with you is going to lead to nowhere. You both are going to sort of walk away with your own points of view. But he can passive aggressively just like drop these little scud missiles into the conversation to kind of twist the knife a little bit in you. And I think you, you may be doing that back to him, whether you know it or not. Like, I'm sure that's coming through a bit. But the point is this, that you two are going to have to come to some kind of Magna Carta on this has to stop at least between the two of us. And if we can just make our peace with, we're going to agree to disagree and just not bring this up anymore, we will live much happily, more happily together. There's probably a few things that you don't see eye to eye on, whether one is a Cubs fan and one's a White Sox fan or one is a Republican and one's a Democrat. Like there are varying levels of intensity to these differences. And when the heat gets beyond what the two of you can manage within the relationship, you're going to have to sidestep it. And framing it to your daughter as not a political issue, but just kind of the way I view things that can help take some of that angle out of the two of your relationship as well. What say you, James? Well, I actually, uh, I'm going to mix it up this week. I'm going to be a bit more alarmist than you. I think it's actually a huge deal that he's undermining mom in front of the daughter. Like it's, it's one thing to privately, you know, exchange barbs back and forth or to want to debate things, but it's another thing entirely to try to demean uh, you know, your spouse in front of the kid. And it's be specifically doing it in front of the kid to make the kid think less of mom. And I don't know if he thinks he's going to convert the kid around to his point of view or what. Uh, I will say, and again, this is a dangerous thing to say in 2021 where every issue is an issue of life or death. And if you don't agree with me, yeah, you're yeah. a monster. But in general, okay, look at it this way. If you have one person of one party and one person of the other party in your house, you're a politically neutral house. And we always say every vote counts and everybody makes a difference. But every time you guys both vote, uh, you cancel each other out. So you are actually making zero difference in the political process. Like this has no bearing in your everyday <laughs> life. Pragmatic way. I like that. But yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's the end of it. I mean, this basically you're getting upset about things you have no control over because in your house you vote one way, he votes the other way, and and that's just kind of it. And you're kind of just awash in the uh, in the tides of current <laughs> events. And uh, it, there's no reason this needs to affect your kid. There's no reason this needs to affect your relationship. Uh, you know, my wife and I, we never, ever talk about politics, which is weird because I used to love debating politics. And I've, I've mentioned this in broadcast before. It just gets old. You can go and argue with people to your blue in the face. Nobody ever changes their minds, especially about politics. Well, I'm sure when you guys got married, your politics didn't line up. It's not like you all of a sudden switched parties when you got right. married. I mean, unless that was like your big secret. And on like the wedding night, you're like, surprise. And you rip open your shirt and you secretly had the, you know, the logo for the opposing <laughs> party or something like that. Like that uh, you know short of that you made the relationship work before you got married despite being in different parties and you can make it work now and the fact that I, I think 
some of what it is is online discourse is is bleeding over into real life i mean for for years since the founding of this country we, there, people disagree with you and you find ways to get along you know you just uh it's not this thing of oh you you believe differently than i do we'll never have anything to do with each other again for the most part you go about your day-to-day -day business unless somebody's car is covered in bumper stickers you don't know what their beliefs are because it just doesn't come up much in day-to-day -day business when you're going out to the grocery store or you're dropping your kid off for gymnastics class or whatever what is what does it matter what your gymnastics teacher's thoughts are on taxation or anything else it just day-to-day -day, small stuff like that it doesn't make a difference but now we've kind of come to this binary of you're either with me or against me on everything that's how it is online we go and we demonize people and now your husband's doing that in real life and it just needs to stop if he wants to disagree with you that's fine you're never gonna see eye to eye on this issue but you can still have a loving relationship you can still successively co-parent but he's got to stop undermining you in front of the kid that's got to be a hard line in the sand that you draw uh, any closing thoughts Steve? Yeah. One, when I ripped off my shirt on our wedding night, it was uh, terribly surprising to Mrs. Steve. It has <laughs> nothing to do with tattoos, but she had already said I do. And so she was sort of stuck. But two, did, let me just clear up one thing. Did did she say that her husband was undermining her specifically with his digs? Yeah, that she didn't. He, he didn't say it was specifically about her, but basically the way he was doing it made it clear that he was undermining her. Oh, OK. I uh, must have missed that detail. Okay, I thought it was just, uh, well, these people suck, like that kind of thing, and uh, making a blanket statement about her team, basically. Yeah, I think, and, and I guess that part's open to interpretation. The way I took it is he was making it clear to the daughter that mom was on the losing team and he was on the winning uh, team in his mind. So that's that's why I thought it was a bigger deal. But, it, it, you know, and, it, and I guess if it's more vague, it's not as big of a deal. But, I mean, seriously, why are you forcing, you know, politics on an eight-year-old anyway? They're eight. They have they have so much of their life to not worry about this stuff. Just let them be a kid. <laughs> let them be happy for that brief moment in time. Anyway, I stole your final closing comment spotlight. Please continue. Oh, well, no, that that was that was it. I, I do think, though, parents need to address questions when they come up, even if they're uncomfortable quest questions about sex, questions about relationships, questions of like uh, they're curious and they deserve an answer from you. And the better you handle the answer, the more satisfied and stable emotionally and mentally your kids will be. All right. Well, if you would like your question to be solved by two people who are neither stable nor whatever other words Steve <laughs> said, send that question in to James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be parent, child, platonic friends, coworkers, whatever you've got. Send it in. This has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>